This is an energy sport podcast. Insightful, in-depth and entertaining sports content from Napier to you. This is an energy sport podcast covering the British and Irish Lions Tour of South Africa 2021. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Lions Tour podcast on energy sport. I'm Alistair Russell and I'm joined as ever by Stephen Brown and Struan Garvey as we take a look back at the Lions' first real test, it has to be said, against South Africa A and we look forward to another match on Saturday against the DHL Stormers. So gentlemen, it was a bit of a patchy performance for the Lions against South Africa A and it was South Africa A team that was sort of A in name only, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a really good performance from South Africa towards the threats throughout the whole match, to be honest. I wasn't really super impressed with the lines. I mean, we spoke, but well, I, I certainly pointed out about how good Faf de Klerk was. He he did sort of make the first um, three points for South Africa and then did later on go into the sin bin. So that uh, backfired a little bit, almost as much <laughs> as when we praised Owen Farrell, only for him to miss kick and give South Africa their first try of the match. So, um you could maybe count down to individual errors costing, but of course, South Africa did get two sin bins, and the Lions didn't really take advantage of that as best as they could have, so I think it's it's not great. Obviously, the first defeat as well in the tour is never really easy to take. Yeah, uh, like Struden said, a very patchy performance by the Lions. I mean, both of South Africa's tries came from kick mistakes by the Lions, and like Struden said, the Lions failed to score a try before half-time with a two-man advantage. And, you know, they were very hard with the forwards trying to get over that line. But with a two-man advantage, you should be chucking that to the backs and easily running in for a try. So I think that's something the Lions had to look at. I think certainly South Africa, A looks the more comfortable team on the pitch, even when they were down to 13 men. Yeah, they they had a fantastic game. I mean, Faf de Clark... Par his yellow card, of course. He had a good game. Uh, his box kicking was just as good as that Rugby World Cup final in 2019 against England that we saw. And there was also some other fantastic performances by South Africa throughout the whole game. Another man that stands out for the South African team was Colby, who was described as the Messi of rugby by one of the Sky Sports commentators. Yeah, I mean, Ches and Kobe is a fantastic talent. Uh, you know, from that try, the Lions fundamentally made a huge error in judgment. Elliot Daly was in his in, in his own 22 and he kicked down the field into the arms of Chesel and Kobe, who had loads of space. He then stepped through Harris, the hole between Chris Harris and Louis Rizamet, and passes to the captain who went in for a score. That was just one of the tries that came from kick mistakes by the Lions. The gap he made it through it was just ridiculous. Like that try was just such a joy to watch, even from a a biased point of view towards the British and Irish Lions. It was just ridiculous. I think I, I quite like the messy comparison as well because it did sort of remind you. It was even on that right hand side of the field, sort of dancing his way through. And even the offload, I think, was really good. To be honest, it was just a really nice try to watch. Do you think that's possibly already a contender for try of the tournament or try of the uh, the tour rather? Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely! It was just fantastic. 
Like, even if you were supporting the Lions on Wednesday night, that that try was just superb. Just so clean cut. So smooth. And, of course, I think watching that, certainly the impression that I had from some of the incidents and the errors that the Lions made, they just weren't clinical enough towards the end once they got inside the South Africa 22 they were not clinical enough with the chances that they had they certainly could have had a couple of tries if they'd just been a bit more clinical in, in the final third and towards the end of end of the play yeah th- this is the big sort of point at that point South Africa close to the end of the game had all 15 players Fafta Cleric and Marco Van Steden oh I'm pronouncing that correctly uh, were back on the pitch. They should have taken advantage to score another try and won the game, but they didn't. And it'll definitely be something that they'll have to look at. Mm. And, of course, South Africa had a try disallowed early on in the game. Their first try it would have been. It was overturned by TMO Review for what can only be described as a fantastic piece of defending from the Lions. I, I forget who it was that actually made the tackle, put his foot to mm. touch, but it was a spectacular piece of defending. Absolutely. The defence, it was uh, Anthony Watson on that right wing. He was, it was just a fantastic tackle. Uh, I mean, what started off that try was Fafta Clerk's cut-out pass to the wing to Nicotzi, and he just just got a foot into touch before he popped that ball down and Anthony Watson just pushed him over the line. It was a great tackle. Uh, and then obviously Nukotsi, uh five or ten minutes later went over to score his own try. It was one of them you were you were sure they'd scored but I, I actually listening back to it, the commentator called at the time that he thought it was you know has been put into touch. But I I thought it was a try at first. It was an unbelievable tackle. We were talking about the first, the disallowed try for South Africa. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. But we're, when we're talking about Watson versus Curry for the number seven shirt, is Anthony? Is it Anthony Watson? Not yeah, him? yeah, yeah. It's Anthony. Okay, right, perfect. Yeah, him just nine, I think. Yeah, mm. and of course that will certain that try-saving interception will certainly put Anthony Watson foremost in Warren Gatlin's mind as he looks to pick his team for the first official test against South Africa, but we shall pick ours a little later on. Shall we now have a look forward to the coming match, gentlemen? And the DHL Stormers, the Lions have named their starting 15. There are five Scots who have been named in it. Stuart Hogg will lead the Lions out, throw out that cuddly toy lion on his way onto the pitch. So there are further two Scots on the bench. Stuart Hogg will lead the Lions out. There are five Scots in that starting 15. We have Stuart Hogg, of course, Ali Price, Duhan van der Merva, Rory Sutherland and Hamish Watson as well, so that's it's a fairly strong Scottish contingent in there, is it not? Yeah, there is. Uh, you know, Stuart Hogg, it's fantastic to see him back on the pitch. We haven't seen him for a while due to people having to isolate uh, in the Lions, so it's fantastic to see him back. Uh, there's quite a big, strong contingency of Scottish Lions playing. Uh, this will be our last chance 
to really put her hand up and say, I want to play that first test against South Africa. And of course, we also have Alan Wynne-Jones will be returning. He's not been named in the starting 15, but it has been now officially confirmed that Alan Wynne-Jones is coming back to the Lions Tour. And you'd have to assume he's going to be a part of the starting 15 for the first test. But he's not named for this weekend's match against the DHL Stormers. So it's that time again in the podcast when I ask you two gentlemen for your predictions. We did you did fairly well again for the for the South Africa A one. We you both predicted a close match, although you vastly overestimated how many were how many points were going to be scored. <laughs> With who was who was closest? Let's see. Uh, Stephen was once again closest. He's win- He's winning. You're winning the predictions championship this tour, Stephen. Predictions for this match against the DHL Stormers, gentlemen, please. Uh, well, looking at the past performances by the Stormers, I mean, in the Rainbow Pro 14 Cup, they won twice, they lost three times, and they drew one of their games, similar to the Sharks. Uh, which the Lions very easily won. So I think it will be a sort of a 50-plus game. Uh, a fun fact about the lineup for um, the Lions versus the Stormers game is that Duhan van der Merwe will be facing off against Edwil van der Merwe. But oh, they are is it a bit of brotherly competition? No. Just people with the same second name. Yes, people with the same second name. It's a very old coincidence. Just a coincidence. I do like a coincidence. So you, so what is your score prediction then, Stephen? Oh, sorry. Uh, I'd say 50 to 12. I'm going to guess you're in favour of the Lions there. Yes. Struan, what are I'm, you saying? I'm going to go with 54-24 to the Lions. Neither of which is a multiple of seven. Not a multiple of seven, breaking one of the key themes that we've had this podcast. That's what's been holding me back in these predictions. It's holding you back well. Possibly. Could could it be the one that finally comes good? I got the first one. I got the the Japan game. That's very true. You did. And was there a multiple of seven in there? I think both of my answers were. (laughs) There there was both multiples of seven (laughs) in that. Now, ordinarily, this would be the point where we would thank you all very much for listening. But, seeing as this is the final game before the first test, we're going to expand a little bit and we're going to go a bit more with the wild speculation. And we, together, as a team, without hopefully too many arguments, we're going to try and name a starting 15 for the first test. So, who is getting nailed on straight away? Who is on that pitch without question? Lewis, Reese, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, for in, in all seriousness, though, I think if I had to say the first name of the team, I think I'd have to go for Stuart Hogg. Bias Stuart, aside, of course. Stuart, I think Stuart Hogg. I think is he's had he's missed a couple of games now, but the games he was playing in, he was. Absolutely crucial. So we're nailing on Stuart Hogg at fifteen. Then, um, I, I I can only be biased for fifteen. I hope Stuart Hogg does play, but Liam Williams may make it to the fifteen jersey, just because Stuart Hogg has missed a few games. But uh, Stuart Hogg for me. 
Okie dokie then, we shall go in reverse order then. Or is there anyone else that we think is uh, a for sure ski to start? Um, I'd probably say Anthony Watson for 14. Mr Garvey, any thoughts on that? Um, no, I think that is a fair shout. As much as I do go on about Zama, he hasn't actually been that great in the tournament so far. I mean, he did win the penalty in the game against South Africa A that... Uh, the line scored for me. He came close to trying the 59th minute, but I, I think that's a fair shout, to be honest. Can make an impact off the bench. Anthony Watson. To start at 14, then. And when we get to number 13, though, there is a little bit of a face-off going on there, as we have, well, in our views, we were discussing this before we came on air here, we have three potential players that could make it to start at number 13. We've got Chris Harris, Robbie Henshaw, and Elliot Daly. Yeah, you know, the centres 12 and 13, it's quite, it, it's a little bit of a precarious situation due to we're not sure if Owen Farrell will either play, if, sorry, if Warren Gatlin decides to play Owen Farrell at 10 or 12. But let's not confuse things. Let's just say. Warren Gatlin plays Dan Bigger at ten. Who will play up twelve and thirteen? Are, um, you, are you are you nailing on Dan Bigger for ten? Later on, I will. But <laughs> spoilers, spoilers. <laughs> but for thirteen, I'm gonna go for Chris Harris. I I would I would have to agree. I think Chris Harris has had a very decent few games. Struan? Yeah, I I can't disagree with that. I think he's been excellent recently. Who said we were biased towards? Uh, number 12 who are, we, who are we going for to start at 12 I'm going to go for Bundyaki I've also got Bundyaki written I think, that's an, I think that's a good shout he's, it, it, he's played yeah. very well I, I think first ever tour as well first tour and like you would never predict that he would make it on the tour like I didn't even consider him in the midfield uh, he's one of those sort of wild cards that Warren Gatland has picked in previous tours and I think he's very got something very different about him. His defence is good and his offloading ability to really spark up a game and make changes is really really good at. So he's at twelve for me. He has he has been excellent so far. Now at number eleven we've got two heavyweights coming in there. Have we got because we've got Duan van der Merva versus Josh Adams for that shirt. I'm going that's, to. Uh, that's I'm, a tricky one. I'm, go- I'm going. Me. I'm going to uh, mix it even more, Alistair. I'm going to say that Liam Williams may play at eleven. Ooh, really? I yeah, maybe if he doesn't get if Gatlin doesn't play Williams at fifteen, then I think Williams is in contention for a wing spot. I would. I would say. You'd have to be hard pressed to look past Van der Merwe and Adams, though, based on the performances they've had so far. Yeah, this tournament. It's, there's it's... been a lot of tries have come. I've, I would hazard a guess and say most of the tries that the Lions have scored have yeah. come through them. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. And listeners are probably wondering, what, how are you not putting them down? And Duhan Van der Merwe, fantastic try. Also, he loves getting in the midfield and sort of playing a little bit of playmaker but his defence is something to be worked on 
um, Chris, ha- uh, sorry, uh, Josh Adams is sort of a full package. He uh, hasn't got much of a kicking game. That's probably my only argument to not put him at 15. And then obviously you got Liam Williams. If he doesn't get played at 15, do you play him on the left wing instead? I've I've gone for Adams at number 11. I think I he's, would, he's just really impressed me a lot. I, too, would, too, I would have to agree with Struan. As much as I am a big fan of Duan van der Merwe, I, I would suspect Warren Gatlin would play Josh Adams. Yeah, I think that I think that's quite an element to it as well. That we have to remember who the coach is mm. with regards to the players that he knows, who he's had to work with for a bit longer, and who somebody who he can rely on in the big games, especially. And the way and Josh one. Adams has played throughout the six uh, the Six Nations. Oh my goodness, I'm sorry. Has played throughout <laughs> the tour and the Six Nations uh, has has been rather rather excellent. Are we nailing on Josh Adams for number eleven then? You've you two have changed my mind. Yes, we can. <laughs> we can. Yes. We can go for Adams instead. We're very sorry, Duhan. We're very sorry. Number ten, Stephen. You let the cat out of the bag a couple of minutes ago. You're nailing on Dan Bigger for number ten. I'm nailing on Dan Bigger for ten. Um, Finn Russell has obviously picked up an injury. It'd be great to see him on on the subs bench next Saturday or in the second or third test, starting, etc. But damn bigger for the first test. I think I would tend to agree with you there. Uh, I've also got bigger written down. I'd, I'd love to have seen Russell, but as we said, the injury. Hopefully we can just see him within the squad. Yeah, that is a big shame for Finn Russell as well. Uh, number nine then, who are we going for at nine? Uh, I'm going to go for Connor Murray. Yeah, I've, I've got to agree with that. I think as, as good as Hamish Watson has been, Murray's now the captain. And if Alan Wynne Jones is not starting necessarily, I think that will play quite a big role. I in think it. I think that's yeah, yeah. The fact the fact that he was named as the replacement or the interim or standing or whatever it was captain for the Lions when Connor uh, when Alan Wynne Jones picked up his injury, I think speaks volumes. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, unfortunately for Hamish Watson, who has been spectacular both in a Scotland jersey and a Lions jersey recently. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, Conor Murray definitely needs to start at nine. And then I think possibly we'll see Ali Price maybe on the bench. We haven't seen a lot of Gareth Davis, so I'd like to see uh, Ali Price on the bench. Mm-hmm. Uh, number eight, who are we looking at to start at eight then? Uh, uh, I, oh, go I I've got Falatau written down, but I, I'm not 100% sure in this position. Uh, Falatau at eight, I've got about... Yeah, cool. Do I want to cut you, <laughs> cut you right there? Seven? I think we all can say Hamish Watson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Possibly recency bias. Some may say Curry after his performance against South Africa, but I think it has to be Hamish Watson. I think uh, so. Yeah. Yeah, I Sorry. think Hamish Watson... You can't really look past Hamish Watson, with again, with the performances he's had recently so yeah um i'm just gonna say i'm i'm absolutely i'm very sorry to talupe filatau if you are listening to this we will we hope you're enjoying it if you listen to this but i have absolutely butchered the spelling of your name on my <laughs> notes i'm very um, i'm very sorry kind sir so, some um commentators and some writers who cannot pronounce or write his name normally go for toby filatau so just go for that yeah <laughs> I, I'm sticking. I'm sticking to my guns with this spell. My handwriting's so bad that it wouldn't matter anyway. I'll just pass it off as the correct spelling. Number six. Who have we got? Come. Who have we got? Oh, starting at number six. Uh, I'm gonna go for Tom Curry. I think yeah. that's a strong choice. He's yeah. had. A, he's had yeah. a strong. A strong run out in the. 
in the uh, the tour so far. Oh, yeah, I did just mention him for the other position as well, but the only other person I could think of here would burn maybe, but I think Curry for this position for me. I think the I've... I think the fact that he he's up against Hamish Watson, they are they're both excellent players and they've both had very good games for the Lions. You want so them both, don't you? You you kinda do want them both and you want the strength and the talent that both of them can bring you. Number five. Do we do we put a week we put a wee star next to this one? Just in case of Alan Wynne Jones's uh, we asterisks, just in case Alan Wynne Jones does make a, a comeback here. Wait, are we allowed to? Can we, can, am, well, can we put Henderson with an asterisk next to it? I was going to say Alan. I'm just going to say Alan Wynne Jones is my man to start at number five. I can't see why they wouldn't if he's back and if he's fit. I put, I put Alan Wynne, Alan Wynne Jones bracket if he's fit enough. Yeah. Yeah. Will we ha- can we have think... a, a a substitution just just in case for this position in brackets? Yeah, an asterisk on that one. <laughs> I put uh, Ian Henderson. Yeah, I've got Henderson written down. I'll put, I'll put, I'll put Alan. I'm putting Alan Munn Jones in. I think if he's fit, I'll put the I'll put the asterisk and say Alan Munn Jones if fit, Ian Henderson if not. Uh, which leads us to number four. We leave number four. Who is going in there? I'd probably say Mario Toji. He yeah. is another one that has given a very good account of himself so far along the tour. Would you agree? Yeah, can't blame him that. Yeah, can't, can't be blamed. He did. Uh, he did uh, the Lions a great service of the 2017 Lions Tour, and he deserves to be in a test starter for the South Africa Tour. I think Beard's playing this uh, the upcoming game, so it's maybe an opportunity for him to prove his worth but no I can't disagree with that I, if I were Warren Gatland I wouldn't be looking past the performances that Maro Otoji has put in so far number three I've gone for Furlong I went for Furlong as well I, I think I would have to agree there's not much really more you can say uh, number two I, I've got Ken Owens written down but I'm sort of thinking Cowan Dickey as well. Cowan yeah. Dickey would be an interesting one. He's not had. Is he had to? Is he had a lot of gameplay this tour so far? He's starting the the next game, but I'm not sure prior to that how how his involvement has been. I was sort of struggling with the these these positions to think who who should be starting. Uh, for two, I have Owens. Yeah, you want to just go for Ken Owens? Yeah. I think so. Ken Owens has certainly played more game time this tour. Mm-hmm. Which brings us to the final position, number one. Who have we got? I'm thinking Rory Sutherland. Rory Sutherland. Yep. Rory, I agree Rory with Sutherland. that. Alex, we Alex. shout out for Wynn Jones, but it's got to be Rory Sutherland. I think I agree. Love that. Two borderers in our starting 15 there, representing Middle Earth. So that, is, so that is our starting 15 then. Our starting 15 for the Lions Tour, we've gone for Stuart Hogg, Anthony Watson, Chris Harris, Bundiake, Josh Adams, Dan Bigger, Connor Murray, Talupe Filatau, Hamish Watson, Tom Curry, Alan Wynne-Jones if he's fit, Ian Henderson if he's not, Maro Itoji, Teg Furlong, Ken Owens and Rory Sutherland. Keep an eye out to see how much of that turns out to be rubbish. <laughs> if, if if we get it 15 out of 15 do we get anything other than a pat on the back I don't know I think I think we should be speaking to 
the energy sport boss Jack Donnelly if we can get 15 out of 15 I think I think he should fund a pub trip to us if we get 15 out of 15 sounds fair sounds fair that sounds very fair that sounds very fair and we will leave you with that our, on a note of our hopeful intoxication at the end of that thank you very much for listening to us and we hope you enjoy the match and we will see you again very shortly goodbye bye bye bye